0: This is Purple Radio on demand.
1: Hello, and welcome back to Without a Compass, the podcast that centers around the interesting life of an exchange student in Durham. Oh, you ask how that feels? It's like wandering in a wilderness without a compass. This is Bethany, and I'm from Taiwan. Yes, I did just say something in Mandarin. How, I'm Sasha. I'm a
0: fourth-year student currently studying Mandarin, and I'm here to guide Bethany through her year in Durham.
1: 新年快乐! <laughs> Welcome back to Without a Compass, everyone! Happy 2022! Fingers crossed it's not going to be 2022. <laughs> yeah,
0: 2022 oh, that's a good one i haven't heard of that <laughs> yeah,
1: i've heard a lot of people said that so i just thought it could be a, like a cool joke yeah <laughs> that's good how was your christmas holiday
0: um yeah my christmas holiday was fine um i'm trying to think i stayed up in durham for uh a few more days just to finish some work before I went down and then had Christmas, um, with my family and it was all very relaxing. Um, I went to Bath. Have you ever been to Bath?
1: Oh yes, I went Yeah, once when I visited four years. Oh, it's now four years ago. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it's beautiful.
0: Um, we sort of walked around the city and, um, went for sort of pub lunches and it was very very relaxed Uh, yeah
1: what's pub lunch pub lunch um just lunch at a pub yeah
0: (laughs) lunch at a pub but it's not just lunch at a pub it's very you walk to to this pub and um you sit down and you have a lot of beers and ciders and wine and um a big nice lunch that um you feel very full after and you basically can't do anything for the rest of the day (laughs) (laughs) so it's um it's good it's a lot of fun um and yeah what about you how was yours
1: holiday i went to london for the first week of christmas holiday i went straight after term ended just for for play oh did you take the train down yeah cool it took three hours and a little bit more three yeah, I think. hours yeah.
0: the train at the moment from London is taking a lot longer than normal um, normally I can get to Durham in two and a half hours on the train oh, really? and on Sunday when I came back up um, it took all the trains were four four and a half hours
1: why? I don't know.
0: I think something to do with drivers, like shortages of oh, drivers. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, other
1: day when I went to Newcastle, like the train I wanted to get on got cancelled because they say the shortage of drivers. Uh, it's a bit weird to think you have. Sure, of driver. I know There's never a problem that occurred in Taiwan. I think I've never encountered something like that.
0: Yeah, well, I, uh, it's not very common. I haven't <laughs> had haven't unless they go on strike, um, which is quite common. Oh,
1: yeah. I feel like you have a lot of strikes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> lecture
1: strikes,
0: tra- transport strikes. Yep. That's- my
1: f- my flatmate said you could just, you could literally do a strike on anything here (laughs) in this
0: country yeah if you don't want to you don't want to go to uni you just strike (laughs) um but yeah what did you do in london
1: oh i managed to watch a play every single day for the entire (laughs)
0: stay how long were you there for i was there for a week so you watched seven plays
1: yeah not yeah seven maybe seven wow yeah i watched on the first day that was the whole point of my trip is to watch uh do you know samuel barnett
0: um, no, I, don't, I know that you've mentioned him before But I'm not familiar
1: uh, He's a British actor And he, I think he's most well known for his Netflix series uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency Okay And that's also how I knew him It's adapted from Douglas Adams' novel uh, of the same name Douglas uh, Adams, do you know him? I think yeah. he's quite well known Yeah, about. he's sci-fi yes,
0: well, I know him over um Samuel, what's
1: his name? Upon it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm, am I I'm insulting a, no, you? No no, 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 not at all. And um, I went for his play. It's a play, It was a play called Medium. I thought it was a magic show, but it turned out it was a really well-planned.
0: A magic show? Yeah. What, why? Just, all is all that that of the what they poster
1: did? he released before I, before I went. The the posters and the sort of trailers for the play were. All like sort of give off magical vibe. <laughs> it's like like the ones An you would actor see that like,
0: who you know? who double acts as a magician.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's sort of he's like the f- facade he gave. Okay, like, yeah.
0: that's that's cool. So it wasn't a magic show. It
1: uh, it was a bit of a it was a bit of both because like all the magic tricks he did in for that two hours sort of contributes to the the plot. Oh. That sort of like sort of interwined into the play. Oh, nice. How and what what would you rate it? Was it good? Good experience? It was absolutely brilliant because, like, I got the tickets really early on. So I got the front row of the front row. I got to see him really <laughs> close you up. You didn't just see him, you could <laughs> smell him. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want this to sound like a perfect or anything, but yeah, a bit. I could smell his clone. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, and then he would invite volunteers up to the stage to help with magic tricks. And because the seat I was in, he just the first person he asked was me. You went up on the stage. Yeah, I went. Oh my gosh, what did I, you have to do? I handcuffed him, and Whoa. because boy, what? What? It was for a magic trick. Okay. I handcuffed him, and then because he was handcuffed. I had to tie his apron for him. Y- y- I swear it wasn't accident, <laughs> nice but I accidentally
0: touched his hands. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't washed it since. I, of course, I've <laughs> washed
1: it. COVID rules, we have to wash our hands.
0: Um. So what did he do? What, why were you putting an apron on him?
1: Like, So I think it, uh, the apron itself is just sort of a trick. Because he would reach in to grab something else and then... Try to. I could sort of guess as I watched him to, like, he would uh unc uncuff. Yeah. Uncuff himself, and that was what that was what he did. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. So that that's so cool. That <laughs> I did
0: not expect that you would have ended up on the stage. but That's always good. And yeah. So was, that
1: made the play the best amongst all of all of what I watched of yeah. all seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so, what are the what other plays did you go see?
1: Um. An adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. It's called okay. Pride and Prejudice, sort of.
0: <laughs> it's called Pride and Prejudice, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. So they they made uh, the they had an all female cast, and then they did like modern, um, add modern elements into it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was it good? It's quite entertaining, mm-hmm. but just because I watched it right after. The day I watched the play medium,
0: it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't really beat touching uh, no. the hand of your, your uh, actor crush. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the next day I went to, uh, I met up with a friend and we went to watch The Nutcracker together. Oh. Quite suitable for the festive time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've seen The Nutcracker actually with my family. Um, but. I mean, I'm sure your experience is different, but my parents and my two sisters and myself ended up falling asleep. (laughs) <laughs> well, I is, enjoyed watching very is, much. Uh, I didn't fall I know it was so bad. I think if anyone, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. But um, no, it was fine. It was so funny. I just like looked over my shoulder and I saw my dad, my mom, my sister, all just sleeping. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I think I'm going to join were them. The only one. <laughs> oh no. And <laughs> yeah. it wasn't very long though, but I. It was beautiful though, to be fair. Um, did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, I didn't realize how many. Of the compositions, I've actually heard before that mm. that like, like a lot of the classical music, I've actually heard them before. Yeah, I was surprised at that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And then the next day, we went to a uh, the Globe. Oh, Shakespeare's oh, Globe. The Globe. The Globe. As an uh, English stud, English lit student, I had to be excited about that. <laughs> yeah,
0: of course. Was it everything you thought it would be?
1: I. Well, I was actually surprised that it wasn't the original globe, because I didn't know that. So uh, the globe was reconstructed after... I think it was a few decades ago. Not a few decades. A decade or maybe? I'm not sure. Yeah. So quite recent. It was actually quite recent. And they reconstructed everything. They tried to, according to the documents they had. And they have to moves to a different uh, site, then uh, it is recorded where it actually was. see. But still cool. I didn't get to watch the play in the open theater. I watched it in the indoor ones. Okay. But yeah, it was quite cool because I think originally they would have the candles lit for the play and that's what they did with the indoor ones. Oh, they let them. So they kind of
0: replicated it the same, but just. Yeah, it, in it. a similar mode. Similar yeah.
1: Mode. Oh, cool. And it, because it was quite a small venue, the actors would interact with the audience as well. So it was really nice. Oh. We watched, uh, the one we watched was Measure for Measure. Measure
0: for Measure. Oh. Yeah. And so it, if you could rate all your plays that you saw um, in London, which one would be the top? And okay, give me top two and then the bottom one
1: well i haven't oh we also went to watch uh <laughs> <laughs> a lot yeah i know i know i watched a lot we also went to Les Mis the next day okay yeah and then the next day i met up with uh a person i met at the doctor society here and then we at went Durham. To, yeah the du- at Durham. Uh, and then we went to this uh doctor experience at that night it was it was very cool to see you know you because it's a uh, experience so it's a bit like immersed thea- theatrical performance you you get to be part of the play so given all that I would I would definitely say Median is the best because I get to help out my favorite actor yeah that's and true then, <laughs> and then Les Miss. okay because I really love the oh so yeah. I I watched the film before. I just didn't think that the musical would be ten times better,
0: yeah, everyone says that lema's the musical is better i've I admittedly have not seen it yet, but um I can imagine a lot of our uh, listeners have definitely seen it
1: like the just the, the theater itself like you like they're on stage, and the music is so powerful, and especially the one scenes, the barricade, they fought the what was it French? Was it French Revolution? Not really sure. But they fought with the police force, and that was so. The scene was so heart wrenching because, like, the performance sort of um, they used the lightings to indicate the gunshots the Uh-oh. actors receive. So every time the line shone on that actor, they would um it, it would indicate that they've been shot and fall over. To the barricade. Oh, that's the Yeah, at the, at the battlefield. So it was very heart-wrenching. I was just like, why? Did cry? you cry? Yeah, I was crying a lot. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure a lot of people yeah. were crying. Yeah,
1: it was very moving, that one. So medium, less minutes. Um, that's when I say Doctor Who. Doctor Who, yeah, the immersion. Because it was just amazing. You get to be part of the play. And then... Um, I'd say. Well, Pride and Prejudice is sort of and Measure for Measure quite close. Mm. Yeah, so put them there. Yeah. Well, you saw. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great. Sorry, Shakespeare. (laughs) You said
0: that um you went down to London to watch these plays, so that's good that you know you saw one every single day. (laughs) Did you do Did you do anything else?
1: um, Uh, I went to quite a lot of tourist spots, like the Tower of London. Natural History Museum, Sherlock Holmes Museum, (laughs)
0: yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, well, you've definitely done more things in London than I have, and I live about 25 minutes (laughs) away from London, (laughs) um, which is good. Um, (laughs) That's so funny. And so then did you come
1: back up to
0: Durham after?
1: Yeah, and I did nothing, which is I really regret it now, because I have some much... <laughs> <laughs> the
0: regret, I just yeah. see the regret in your eyes right now. <laughs> You're like, oh, god. Yeah, no. but I,
1: I tried to, like... Because um, I came back, I think, on the 17th, so I have a bit of time before New Year, so I tried to set up New Year's resolutions, like, not procrastinating. Oh, yeah. Which is one I'm trying to work very hard on, yeah. What,
0: what's your procrastination go-to? What do you do to to make sure you're not working. Do you have anything in particular?
1: I find going to the library very helpful. Okay. Yeah. Just to put yourself in a like sort of um, environment, a space that you could focus. I yeah. think that helps a lot.
0: I think a lot of um people in Durham who go to the library though go for um it's called a social library. <laughs> I social think. Library? Yeah, I know a lot of people who just go to the library just so they can see other people and like. Oh. And, and, and I don't know. Oh, one thing that's really
1: surprising is that people talk in the library. Oh yeah,
0: depends what level you're on. Um, level three, I think a lot of people do talk. Level one, definitely people talk. Level four, um, people don't really tend to talk.
1: Cause like in in any Taiwanese library, just just sort of for like a unwritten rule that you should be quiet as yeah. soon as you walk into the front gate of the library.
0: I mean, I think it's the same here, whether or not the students stick to it, I don't know. But in Taiwan, I I was on um, a tube, I remember, and it was me and a few friends, and we were chatting really loudly, and um, this Taiwanese man went up to us and he went, shh, and really? we're like, yeah, and we're like, oh, sorry, sorry, like And then, like,
1: if we see, if it's me, I because I would just be quiet throughout. Yeah. But if I heard, hear someone like talking really loudly, and it's it but would be do, quite obvious is to it me also that they an, are. Foreigners. An unwritten
0: rule that you you should be quiet on the tube as well.
1: I think yeah people yeah. just generally do that yeah and so with like maybe a bunch of <laughs> students yeah that you, you you could see people like chatting really loudly and people gave them like side eyes like sort of glancing at them saying so. Uh, using eyes to shush them but i don't think people actually go up to other people and say hey you should be quiet yeah to be fair we were quite loud and it was
0: the end of the day i think where people were coming back from work um and i was with one girl in particular who who was very loud and i'm kind of glad (laughs) he told us to be quiet (laughs) um but yeah but in terms of procrastinating normally like do you would you go and cook something or like how how do you normally procrastinate? What do you do, or do you read books instead, or?
1: Well, I just watch YouTube videos.
0: YouTube videos, yeah.
1: Like I don't like when you're procrastinating. You just sort of you can when you think back, you can't actually remember what you did in yeah. that time because you're just doing mean- meaningless tasks all the time, yeah. and then not actually doing the work you have to do. So that's on my top priority of New Year's resolution, as well as trying to read more books. Read more books? Yeah. I thought you
0: read a lot. Any? How mon- How many more books?
1: I'm setting a goal for 20 this year.
0: Okay, that's a nice goal. That's yeah. a really nice goal. Um, I'm trying to think what my New Year's resolution is. I'm sort of a believer that New Year's resolutions should be something you should take up rather than like give away i don't know if that makes sense like for example um like taking up running or taking up a new hobby or taking up um reading in your in your case yeah. um so i guess i at the start was like oh i'm gonna take up running um i've tried it and i always i hate running <laughs> and i don't know why i'm trying to make myself run but i've actually said okay i'll run three times a week. Um, which I've stuck to. I went on a run this morning, actually. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, but outside, it's a bit cold, but it makes me run faster and, and farther further even. Um, and yeah, so that's my news resolution. As well as I'm doing Veganuary. Do you what's know that? <laughs> what's yeah. that? What's like, that? It's another trend that I guess, I've been doing it for three years now, but every January, I'm a vegan.
1: Oh, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, so I mean... What, say that again?
0: every so every no no no, the the name of it oh veganuary veganuary so every january oh yeah okay vegan january January. yeah yeah, exactly cool january (laughs) um my family does it except my my parents are very bad at it they just pretend that they do it and then when when we go back to uni or back to work they just like break it um but yeah so that's been that's been good uh it's hard at uni though because At home, my mum would cook me lots of lovely (laughs) vegan meals, and it would be easy to just warm up soup or something. But at uni, it's a bit trickier.
1: Yeah, you have to prepare them yourself. Yeah, you get lazy. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) I end up eating like a carrot and a tomato, and then I'm like, oh. But yeah, those are my goals, I guess, for the year.
1: Um, And what else? What else? I mean, when I said reading, I meant leisure, like recreational Mm, reading, not the ones that I do. Because I feel like most of the time I'm reading for my modules and I don't have time for my own, like the books I really want to read. Because I think one thing really good about being in the UK is like you get to walk into Waterstones and just see so many recommendations by the, the staff there. And then one thing I'm really, really surprised is that you have special edition and then signed editions Oh, yeah. Sign editions is just something so amazing to me because you get maybe you get a chance to like have a signed copy of your favorite author.
0: Yeah, that's so true. It is very cool. I remember going into um a bookstore in Taipei that was massive um and wooden. I think it's quite popular. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Do you know which one I'm talking
1: about? Um, the one in like Xinyi? yes like, Oh. Yes. Yes. store? So uh, S lead uh Chunping. Like yeah. it's the biggest, uh, chain in in Taiwan, and they have. I think what they did really successfully is that they had, um, they combined like books with cafe as well, and yes. then they would also sell like a lot of stationery. So I think that's why they are really successful.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Um, not for a long though, but I do. I do like um reading for my own leisure, uh, but I find it hard at uni. To do so, that's a good yeah. Cause, yeah,
1: with all the amount you have to do, yeah, and it's so busy.
0: <laughs> Uni life is very hectic and busy. um So to actually sit down and read um takes a lot of uh, diligence, I think. But it's good to do.
1: Yeah. So why I started this call is because uh, do you know Jack Edwards? He's like a yeah YouTuber, yeah. And yeah. I I accidentally stumbled upon this video. I think even before I came to Durham, I was looking up durham university like college tour like a, a like dormitory tour and I, and i saw his video and then but i didn't really much of youtube at that point but then the last year i started watching like maybe um book recommendations on youtube and I found this video and so thought, like, oh, that was the person who <laughs> like, did the Durham University tour I found. And then he's also from, from Durham. He studied at Durham. Oh, was quite cool. I did He did. I that. think he did
0: English, yeah. Oh, cool. So you're looking at what you could um, be after you
1: graduate with an English degree. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Would you be a YouTuber? No, I'm not gonna I'm, I think we're going to be. Continue to do a podcast, really, yeah, I really love doing this, oh
0: good, yeah, I've enjoyed it too. I think it's a nice thing a nice thing to be able to um look forward to in in the week.
1: Yeah, and I think one thing really rewarding is that when people actually send in messages to sort of tell us what they think. Yeah. yeah so, people, please, if you're listening, send in messages. Yes, we want to <laughs> hear your thoughts. Yeah. Anyway,
0: even if you find it boring, we want to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Please,
1: please tell us though. <laughs> and so, we over the Christmas period, we got another message from Tarby in America. He says, "Hey, Bethany and Sasha." I'm a big fan of the podcast as well as an admirer of Taiwanese culture and history. Well, that's really nice to hear. Oh, that is nice. <laughs> um, considering that we're now wrapping up the holiday season, I was wondering if Bethany could tell us a bit about some of the festivals and holidays in Taiwan, such as Coast Month, which I find fascinating. And perhaps bring to light some of the similarities or differences between how those occasions are celebrated in Taiwan versus in England. For example, I've recently come to learn that the Lumiere Festival there in Durham is similar to Yuan Xiaojie in Taiwan. Do you Bethany find British people to be more or less festive than Taiwanese people? Thank you so much.
0: Wow, a lot of questions.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> certainly. Nice. Oh, it's really nice to hear when someone is actually interested in Taiwanese culture. <laughs> Thank you, Darby. Thank you so much. That made my day. And so he... Well, where should we begin?
0: Yeah, where should we begin? Something about um the festival ghost festival.
1: In, oh, yeah, ghost month. That Christmas. is in uh, July on the lunar calendar. Mm-hmm. So on the 1st of July, the gates to hell. <laughs> to hell. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the correct word, yeah. but it's the closest yeah. word I can think of right now. So the gates would open and so all the ghosts would come back and then we would do all sorts of activities to honor them because they, you know their your ancestors could be uh, in there yeah. so I reckon probably oh, maybe the not gates hell, yeah, yeah, the after- gates afterlife. from heaven afterlife, heaven. After life, afterlife yeah, afterlife <laughs> <You laughs> I was
0: like, no, why are all the bad people coming back? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, afterlife I think oh
0: wow, so wait, sorry, what do you do on, on the day? Um, or the month, sorry
1: what do we do? It's generally like like on every every festival we have we, we do bye bye. It's like like I'm a bit like praying, but more mm-hmm. like talking to to them in a okay. way. Yeah. And you do this with your family? Yep. And mm-hmm. then you this thing called Zhongyuan pu. Um what do you do is so like in some places that we have like sort of released the... Uh, lantern onto the river oh yeah yeah that's part of it but I don't my family don't really do a lot during this period so I actually don't know that much about it <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> yeah no that's interesting though I didn't know and so do Taiwanese people celebrate festivals the same way who do you think is more festive
1: I'm not sure because I the only one I experienced officially is Christmas so far Oh, yeah, and that's it. I'm not sure, because I... Halloween? Like, I think... Oh, yeah, Halloween. But it's American one. <laughs> yeah. oh uh, Yeah, that's but true. I think with Taiwanese festival, a ma- major part of every single one of them is eating, which mm. I don't find that's p- big part of the holiday here, I think. Because with every festival you get, like, for the upcoming Chinese New Year, you also eat uh, on Chinese New Year's Eve with your family and then with the Yuan Xiao Jie in that's the 15th of January on the lunar calendar we eat something called Tang Yuan mm. and a bit like uh, Mochi Mochi yeah. yeah a bit like that and then was coming uh, in in March and April we have Qing Ming Jie just like also like like um commemorating your ancestors so oh, you've cool. go to the graves and sort of clean them up and then talk to your ancestors is um, there food involved in that too less so less so. so yeah and then was in uh, all all these are in are in lunar calendar yeah and in may you get uh 端午节. So Dragon Boat Festival, oh he yeah, eats zongzi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, those
0: are like the uh, what are they called? Like bamboo? No, yeah, 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 yeah the bamboo. ones wrapped
1: in bamboo. Oh, those are nice. I like. Yeah, them. and there are a lot of varieties to that. And then, um, what else? So there, there are, are a lot, lot of festivals, and they all involve food, which well, not <laughs> yeah. all of them, but may um, <laughs> a, a a large part of them all involve yeah. food because the Western one in um mid autumn festival mm. you also get monk hagus oh, yeah. and and what's that that the fruit called what's the fruit called um pamela
0: not sure oh what am i thinking of
1: yeah anyway just, uh, like another type of fruit Just a lot of food with all the
0: holidays, yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, which I guess we don't, you're right, that's not, I mean, there's maybe like a meal for these holidays in England, um, but it's not very, that's sort of maybe all about the family coming together rather than the actual meal itself. Um, But I guess you have Easter eggs and you have,
1: mm, my flatmate told me the other day, Pancake days actually a like a serious holiday for oh yeah christianity yeah when when i first saw it on the student calendar i thought it was like you know pancakes (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's
0: it's actually a serious holiday um and then it's i think it begins lent so you're supposed to give up uh something for until from pancake day until easter um and you give up uh in i don't know there is definitely a religious. Reason for it, which sorry, I yeah.
1: think I th- my flatmate told me it's because Jesus Christ had suffered. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Period, like he yeah. he yeah, he gave up.
0: yeah, he suffered, and so we should give up for something for that. Oh gosh, really testing I really,
1: my. I, <laughs> I really thought it was like just like pancakes. I thought there was something commercial <laughs> to promote a pancake, but it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's funny. But yeah, so those are some of the holidays. Um. um what else, What other parts of the question did Darby ask?
1: Um, I think... Oh, yeah, just generally, like, how... Like, the similarities and differences. So, I would say, like, for me, I think Taiwanese holidays involve food a lot more than British holidays. Yeah. Yeah, I, I
0: I've only spent...
1: Because um, like, I New New think Year's. with each... Each festival or holiday, we have a certain type of food that sort of contributes to that holiday, and yeah. For the oh, for the upcoming Chinese New Year's though, like with my family, we always eat something that is from my grandpa's hometown. Mm-hmm. He is from he's from China. So that's what we do So I actually don't know much about what pe- Taiwanese people actually eat Because my, what my family have every single day is from my uh, grandpa's hotel Oh, okay, that's it's interesting It's a bit like a, like a wrap A wrap? I would say, yeah and then What's you, in it? Um, like, oh, I'm not sure, noodles? Rice? Oh, i not even noodle. sure if it's rice noodles or like the one made from beans I don't know Cause I I help with part of it. I I cut the vegetables uh, for um, Chinese cabbage, mm-hmm. and then I shred carrots mm-hmm. as well as white carrots. Is that a word? Uh, white carrots. White
0: carrots. What are you thinking of?
1: Maybe uh, I don't know <laughs> Chinese carrots. I'm not sure. Like the ones that are white. I don't. I'm not sure if you have it here. No. Maybe uh, it tastes it. a bit like turnip not turnip horse ra- uh, radish yeah radish. Radish, radish a bit like that yeah chinese radish maybe yeah chinese yeah. radish yeah. yeah and then you have to sort of stir fry them with uh some pork mm-hmm. and then that is the sort of the base of it and then you'd have uh slices of egg as well as tofu and sliced beef or pork or Uh, salami a bit like salami Mm. and then you'd also have that's that's all the thing you put in the wrap well other things we would have a soup and we put a vegetable a a kind of vegetable that is sort of a symbol of longevity Mm -hmm. so you should not cut it when you put in the soup you have to put the whole of it in because it's really long oh. but if you cut it that means you cut longevity so you cannot do that it's I the see. same with the noodles that go in so like, that's yeah longevity noodles we've learned about that in cross actually um no so don't cut it when you, when don't, you cut, don't, don't cut it when noodles. you cook it no <laughs> and then um we'd have a fish but you cannot eat it Cause you can't eat the fish No, you, no, you can't Because the sound cook? of fish You cook yeah, it? Yeah, you cook it And then you put it there To sort of save it after uh, yeah. Chinese New Year's Eve Because you want it to Because the sound of fish Which is U mm-hmm. is, Yeah, it's the same as um, left Leftover oh. It's also like U So which means when you have something left over the hot, The new year that means you have enough for the like the coming new year. Oh, so you not wow. you are not supposed to eat the fish. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't really understand that concept. And so I just saw the fish on the table and said, I really want to eat it. And I got, <laughs> got scolded a bit by it because you're not supposed to eat the fish.
0: You're not allowed. No, you're not allowed. <laughs>
1: so oh, wow. That's so but interesting. A, yeah, that's a symbol. And then another thing that sort of, we want for New Year, is like you don't go into poverty. So we also have a type of uh, food that sort of symbolizes um, money. I think the closest would be uh, dumpling, but it's like the dumpling is wrapped up in eggs. So Ooh. like, yeah. And so that's because sh- the money the I think in, in ch- Chinese culture that we used to use looks a bit... Like that, like like a shape of dumpling. So that sort of also symbolizes money. Oh, Oh, now I'm so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm like,
0: oh my gosh, that sounds so good. (laughs) Ah, so yeah, a lot of food in the festivals. That's cool.
1: Yeah, and then oh, did you get to experience Chinese New Year when you went to Taiwan?
0: I did, but um, my friend and I just came out of quarantine. Oh, Um, and we sort of only had. Two three weeks of traveling before we started uni again. So sorry of holiday before we started uni. So we went traveling during Chinese New Year, um, which was really really cool. Like saw a lot of Taiwan. But I think um the days that we were in different cities, um, a lot of the time it was like a family day. So it wasn't yeah, I... like people were out in the streets. Like things were closed, and it was very much like everyone was doing something with their families
1: yeah i was surprised when i got to experience christmas because the christmas day is the only day that like shops are actually all closed yeah but after that you sort of like all the shops and restaurants are still open but for a chinese new year like with you it's probably not the best time for travel because a lot of shops are closed. yeah exactly
0: and also like no one was really out and about, um, but it was fine. We had a nice time. Did but, you
1: see something that
0: struck you as interesting? Um, what did we see? I mean, we just sort of were walking through the streets and um, uh, in the little alleyways, saw like all these families having a really happy time with a lot of food, and and it was, it was that was really interesting and cute to see, um, but. I think my friend and I spent on Chinese New Year in a hostel eating pot (laughs) noodle and (laughs) looking over um, at Kaohsiung. um, Mm -hmm.
1: That's the city in the the southern part of Taiwan.
0: Yeah. And that's where we were. And then we went to an island the next day, which was very cool. Um, So, yeah, we had a very relaxed um, Chinese New Year. But I really would love to go uh, another time and experience it with like a taiwanese or chinese family i think that would be cool i could invite you to my family yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing next chinese new year
1: <laughs> we would um every year we would put up the couplets, couplets. The, uh, yeah uh is that what's called in english because like yeah the we would have like four words and then we write it on like a red piece of paper mm-hmm. and then you put it on the door. Oh yeah, I remember seeing those. Yeah, but we just get. uh I remember as a kid, like writing it with my family, and it got really messy handwriting. <laughs> Did your parents have to
0: redo it when you went to school? <laughs> That's what my parents told us. Um, last year that apparently when we were younger and we used to decorate the Christmas tree um oh. the when we went to school they used to rearrange the christmas tree and we were felt so betrayed that our whole life we would come back <laughs> and think that we had done the christmas tree but apparently because we were all so small like all the decorations were just at the bottom of the tree so when we went away they moved all of them to like <laughs> the top but yeah that was, that was a fun. yeah it was really way.
1: fun doing that like writing with my with my family with my parents but as we get older, we just sort of get them from the shops. Yeah. And so I think one thing really funny is, like, with, like, the police station, they are supposed to remain neutral in politics. But, like, the politicians would give them, like, these red couplets for Chinese New Year. So you'd see when you walk past the police station, they would have a ray of, like, the couplets. Because they oh. putting them all up just yeah. means that they're neutral. Like, they're equal on there. Oh, that's so funny. So they have loads
0: of different kinds. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But I'm excited for Chinese New Year. I I don't know. I feel like we should do something to celebrate.
1: I really want to do something with my flatmates. Because they Mm. sort of feel like my family here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if there will be shops that sell the red couplets. But one thing I'm going to miss out is... (laughs) The red envelope money. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: surely your parents can just send it, send it to uni.
1: It's different when you actually have the envelope <laughs> in your hands.
0: That's true.
1: That's the most no, probably the most send, exciting thing about they can any New Year. The red envelope. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you Why don't
0: you explain quickly what the red
1: envelope is? Oh, so it's supposed. I think it's supposed to be good luck. I think mm. so. You get well, literally, a red envelope. That has money in them. But with the numbers of the money, you should put even numbers. Like, for example, 6,000. Oh, I didn't know it was even numbers. Or like uh, 12,000, like that. Yeah. It should be even numbers. And then definitely avoid 4,000. 'Cause four in death. The, Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes, my Chinese is <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the with the numbers it's a bit it's a bit tricky. But we're the one with, like children are the ones receiving it. So mm-hmm. that's something I learned after I grew older. And then you're supposed to put that you have that red envelope and you're supposed to put it under your pillow and sleep on it on Chinese New Year's Eve. I don't that's I'm not really sure the like the meaning behind it, but it's sort of it every year
0: yeah oh well you can ask your flatmates to. <laughs> <laughs> you can draw a picture or something and put it under your pillow <laughs> oh but yeah i would be a bit sad as well um but do you think your parents will call you on new year's Day? definitely yeah, yeah.
1: i really want to cause given the time difference i would be eating lunch when they are having chinese new year's eve dinner oh, but yeah. i think it's still fun if i can sort of eat with Just them on yeah, the phone yeah sure. <laughs> you should definitely do that That wraps up today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please let us know by following our Instagram page at underscore without a compass. All letters are lower cases.
0: Also, we'd love to know what you think of the episode. Please leave us a message using the link in the Instagram homepage. And don't forget to subscribe to Purple Radio On Demand on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.
1: Now go grab yourself a bubble tea and we'll see you next time.